Hey, I'm Ashley Lemieux, and I'm here to help you uncover the greatest power in your life. You! After going on my own healing journey, I realized I was looking for the wrong thing, a way out. But I didn't need a way out. What I really needed was a way in, to fully uncover who I am. Each week I'll be sharing tangible tools and inspiring interviews to help you create a clear pathway forward in areas of your life that you might feel stuck or overwhelmed in. I'm not here to be the expert on your life. You are. What I want is to help you believe that. So get ready to reframe your thoughts, reimagine your future, and reclaim your power. Are you ready? I am. I have butterflies in my tummy right now. I am so excited because it is May 4th, which means my new book, I Am Here, is officially out into the world. It is a launch day. All of these words that have served me for so long that really invited me to find a way to find clarity and move from a lot of fear into a lot of freedom in my life, they're now for you. They're they're now able to reach more hands of more women who need these words. And honestly, I am so deeply honored that this is the work that I get to do. I hope you go order it right now because we've decided to extend the pre-order bonuses. So if you are unfamiliar with the pre-order bonuses, what's happening is that if you order my new book, I Am Here, up until this Sunday, you get to join us for a whole month long of a book club surrounding all the themes in the book. So every Monday, starting next Monday, we are going live together to do healing work together, to to do community work together, to really unpack what it is that you need to focus on in your life to move forward. And if that's not fun enough, our opening night special guest is Kimberly Schlappman from Little Big Town. So me and her will be having a very intimate conversation on our kickoff night next week. And then tonight, Sharon Sesso is moderating a conversation with me virtually with the indie bookstore, Changing Hands Bookstore. So you can also go to Changing Hands Bookstore, go grab the book from them and a ticket because it's included when you buy the book from them. And I will also be signing those copies. And then if you buy it from there, you still get all of the pre-order goodies and you get to join us for the whole month of May as we unpack everything in this book. So here's what I wanna do today. Because what I have found is that normally there's two reasons someone doesn't buy a book, right? And there's so many of you who have been buying this book for yourselves who have been buying it also for friends, for family, because this is Mother's Day week, this makes a really great gift. This makes a really great gift also for those who find themselves dreading this week. It's a good gift for anyone who really just needs to be seen and acknowledged this week, whether it's something positive that you're celebrating for them for Mother's Day or if it's because this week carries a lot of weight. I know from experience that this week is both happy as I celebrate my own mom and both really hard and heavy for myself. So I know that this book can help bring comfort to a lot of women. So what I want to do is because there's two reasons probably 
that maybe you haven't bought the book yet. The first one is maybe your budget's tight right now. And oh my goodness, if your budget is tight right now, I, I do not want you to stress over buying this book. And I will tell you something that's really cool is that if you call your local library, they will order it. So you won't have to pay for it. So you can still read the book. So I urge you to go call your library. It helps not only you, but it will help other women in your community who want access to it after you read it. And it also helps me because more libraries are carrying this book, which means that this message can be accessed by more women. So there's a solution to that. And uh, now leading me to the second reason, maybe you haven't bought the book yet, is that you have no idea why you would even want it. <laughs> you have no idea what it's about. You don't know if you know, it's something that is going to work for you. You don't know if it's lame or if it's, you know, whatever. <laughs> so right now, whether you've purchased the book or not, I, I kind of want to go through the first chapter. Not all the details in the first chapter, because here's, here's what writing a book means to me. There's a lot of things that I felt safer writing about and expressing in this book because books take a longer form. It creates a way for me to fully express everything that I want to in a way that you can receive it how you need to. You know, when my husband reads my books, he always says, I feel like I learn so much more about you every time I read your book because how you are able to communicate so powerfully is through the written word. And so I always feel like I learned so much about myself and about you from this when you write. And I was asked actually a very interesting interview question a couple weeks ago um, surrounding the book. And I was asked this. She said, what do you want people to walk away from this book knowing about you? And it kind of caught me off guard because here's my answer. I don't want you guys walking away from reading this book knowing anything new about me. I don't want you learning anything about me from reading this book. I wrote I Am Here so that you can learn more about you, so that you can uncover the power inside of you, so that you can feel courage to use your voice, so that you can know that you are the rainbow that you're searching for, so that you can reframe any thoughts that are keeping you stuck. That's why I wrote it. So I want you to walk away from reading this book knowing nothing new about me, but uncovering a lot of truth about you. So the reason I wanted to preface that is that in my books, I, I just, I feel safer for us to do some more deep work together. So as we go through chapter one right now, chapter one is called, what if it's not powerlessness? What if it's bravery? And the whole first section of the book actually follows that format of how do we reframe our thoughts that are really holding us back? So chapter two is called, what if it's not fear? What if it's love? Chapter three is, what if it's not anger? What if it's passion? Chapter four is, what if it's not failure? What if it's growth? Chapter five is, what if we don't need to let go? What if we need to embrace it? So that's how the book starts. And in chapter one, what if it's not powerlessness? What if it's bravery? 
there's uh, a moment, there's a story in my life that I have never shared before that felt safer for me to write about in the book. So I'm not going to go through the whole chapter, but I'm going to go through the takeaways in the chapter that really are going to invite you to bring your power back from maybe anything that you feel like it's been given or taken from. I don't know if you experienced this growing up, but I did. And and I need to say that I never experienced this from my family. I actually, I dedicated this book to my mom and dad and I said, thank you for teaching me how to use my voice and never trying to quiet it. So the things that have really held me back or impacted me deeply in my life never were coming from what my mom and dad were teaching me. It was coming from what was happening outside of the home when I stepped out of the house and and the messages that I was seeing and I was hearing and you know hard things that happened to me when I was little that my parents didn't even know about. And I feel like a lot of us, especially as women, that you know, like how many of you were were afraid to ask to go to the bathroom growing up? <laughs> like, and I I giggle because it's not funny, but I literally would rather pee my pants when I was growing up than ask to use my bathroom, to use the bathroom because in, in class while in school, because doing that meant that I had to use my voice and I was really afraid to use my voice because I, I think especially as girls were taught to be a good girl. Were you taught to be a good girl? I was taught to be a good girl. And to me, A lot of that meant, hey, be seen and not heard. Again, this was never coming from my parents, but coming from everyone else. And now I've learned that being good and being powerless aren't supposed to be the same. And if you've believed anything like that about yourself, if if you've equated being good to being powerless or being good to being voiceless or being good to just, you know, allowing other people to steamroll over you. I'm so sorry. I think a lot of us as women have struggled like that with that. It's something that I actively work on every day to trust my voice, to to give it power, to allow myself to reframe what good means. So if you've believed anything like that about yourself, I hope that reframing that belief can offer you some freedom as well. And I've uncovered some bravery in my life by learning these three important truths. And I want to read these through with you. Um, It's going to be quick, but this is part of chapter one. If you identify with this, if this speaks to you, then you are going to love the rest of my book. Number one, your deepest power lies in being good to yourself. Some of the first things we're taught as kids, especially as girls, is how to be kind to others, how important it is to listen to authority, to raise our hand before we speak, and how to fit into certain roles in the home and society so that we can be good. What I finally learned was that being good doesn't mean we give our power away to other people and shove ourselves into a box to stay out of the way. Being good means we find freedom in becoming the truest version of ourselves as that is the only way to fully unlock our power. When you are good to yourself, 
You give voice to your intuition. You allow yourself to trust your feelings and desires, and you give yourself permission to advocate for your needs. And when we are truly good to ourselves, we are good to others too. We have it backward that being self-sacrificing and quiet serves everyone around us. In reality, the people around you need you, the truest you, and that starts with being good to yourself. Bravery is found when you show up in this scary world as your true self. Two, powerlessness often comes from feeling afraid to voice our needs. Feeling powerless often leads to feeling helpless. To combat this, I daily practice trusting my own voice and needs. Sometimes I have to start by asking myself what it is that I need. Then I allow my needs to become important and create boundaries with other people. It's easy to think that voicing needs and boundaries might hurt someone's feelings, but a boundary is actually the greatest way to create a thriving relationship. Those who value you and your needs will respect your boundaries. As an example, I have identified that one of my needs is having dinner with my husband each night. When work creeps into our mealtime, I start harboring resentment toward the work we do. I was able to voice this need to Mike, and together we've identified it as an important boundary to set around our time and now look forward to spending that time together. Three, living out of your power, even when it feels threatened, is one of the biggest acts of bravery you can make. I am often told, okay, side note, okay, I'm stopping reading for a moment. This is one of my favorite parts of the entire book, and I really wrote this to help all of us take our power back from the people and things and places and words that have tried to take it from us. Okay, I'm going to start reading again. I am often told that if I choose to wear a certain thing or voice my opinion about a hot topic or just exist, that I will solicit unwanted negative comments, actions, or thoughts towards me. That if I stay quiet, small, and unseen, then I wouldn't have to worry about the harsh actions and words others make in my life. It's easy to want to stay small to avoid this confrontation. We see this verbal abuse and re-victimization in sexual assault cases where women are blamed for wearing or saying something they shouldn't have, thus inviting unwanted acts against them. I am so sorry if you have ever been made to feel like you have brought any unwanted attention or cruel actions into your life. Hear this clearly. The actions of others have nothing to do with you. Those who are hungry for power, who use control to gain more, will make it seem like it is your fault because you stepped out of line with what they wanted. It is not your fault. It's not easy, but the way I have learned to move past this is to practice viewing the negative energy that others try to put onto me as their own journey through pain. I think to myself, how sad that your life has given you this lens in which you view the world. Peace be with you as you go on your way. Being able to observe others' mean actions instead of taking on their need for control over me allows me to retain my own power and not have it be muffled or choked out by someone else's need to steal my light. Holding on to your power is one of the biggest acts of bravery you can make. We've started by jumping into the deep end here. So let's come to the surface for a breath. 
Let's end this chapter together by saying out loud, yes, I'm going to make you use your voice to speak truth into your life throughout our time together. So get used to talking out loud. Repeat after me. I have permission to be powerful. My power is good. I am not powerless. I bring my power back from the things and people I have given it to, and I allow my power and my bravery to serve my life. Okay, I'm ending my reading here. Every chapter in the first section actually ends with something for you to speak out loud, to speak truth into your life, to hear your voice speaking that truth, because that's something that has helped me a lot. So I'm really excited to get those words, those mantras into you, your hands too. But I believe that on the journey from fear to freedom, that we're all called to take our power back. That some of the lies or the stories that we've heard or feel about ourselves that are untrue, there comes a point in our lives where we have to stop and acknowledge the pain. We have to stop and acknowledge the stories that that we've told so that we can get out of that. Sometimes, I don't know, do you ever feel like this? Sometimes life feels like this constant loop, this constant cycle of negative thoughts or negative thinking or just a berating of ourselves. And at some point, we have to be the ones to take our power back and say, hey, no more. I'm going to practice living differently so that I can find clarity, so that I can move forward, so that those dreams that I had when I was young, so that those dreams that I have now that are still inside of me, that they have a place to grow life in again. And that's what I am here is. Love you guys. Whether you buy this book or not, I love you. Whether you buy this book or not, I am here with you. But I really hope that we get to go through the month of May together in our exclusive group from everyone else who's bought the book. And if you, again, going back to if the reason that you're not buying it right now is financial, call your library, ask them to order it, and then just reach out to us on the pre-order page and let us know that that's how you've gotten your copy. And you can join in on everything that we're doing as well. So I love you guys. If you go to the bookstore today, Barnes & Noble or anywhere where books are sold really, Go take a picture with I Am Here out in the wild. I'm so excited to see it on the shelves. I'm so excited to see your photos. If you've ordered it online and you've gotten it, tag me on your Instagram photos and then make sure you follow along all week on my Instagram, Ashley K. Lemieux, because I've teamed up with some of my very favorite product brands and we're going to be giving away books paired with those products all week long. We are here. We're doing this together. I'm so excited. I'll see you next week. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of the I Am Podcast. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. I love hearing from you online. So if there's something that really resonated with you, come and let me know. Share a screenshot of this podcast and tag me on Instagram at Ashley Kalemu so I can see what's impacting you the most. It might even help your friends. And remember, every time you ask yourself, am I really strong enough to do this? The answer is, I am. See you next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.